Good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me to speak to you about this very interesting topic. And um, in fact, the uh, title of the topic is Do You Speak My Language? with a question mark at the end. And that's very meaningful because I refer uh, sometimes to the title in itself and uh, segments of it in it and the way it has been posed. I would like to start by saying language is one of the most divisive factors in our lives, but it can also be used to bring people together. Throughout the history, there are many examples of wars being fought with language as the root cause of it. But there are also many instances where people built an association with a group because of a common language. And this brings me to the anthropological view on culture and the role language plays in this definition. According to this school of, uh, school of thought, language is seen as part of a larger framework of man describing how and when he is doing things in life. Language is then used as a medium to express a particular culture. Through language, one can learn about the culture of a particular group. That is why many argue for learning more than just your mother tongue. It can be an access to other cultures. When I was approached to do this short lecture on the topic, Do You Speak My Language? I immediately noticed that the title is in the form of a question. And this is a question which a first language user is most likely to have posed to someone else. And that brought my attention to the strategy of RSG. The RSG stands for Radio Sona Grenze, translated Radio Without Borders. And the strategy of RSG for the last few years, to move away from the perceived exclusivity regarding the language we use to broadcast in. But before we could have reached that point, RSG took on the challenge to make the station more accessible to more than just the traditional Afrikaans first language speaking listener. It's important for the station that people from various walks of life get together and interact. If possible, these interactions should be across language. And a question like, do you speak my language, becomes irrelevant in order to achieve our goal. As long as Afrikaans underwent its development, language experts documented many variants of the language. The question is, what was made of this phenomenon, a standard version of the language and all its variants? And let us look at the history of the language as well as the role radio played. Next year, the radio station is celebrating 80 years. It is one year younger than the official history of radio in South Africa. The earliest broadcasts were focusing on news, on drama, and to a small extent, music. The documentary program also followed soon. Radio in the country was introduced very early to develop and promote a culture, and in this case, the culture of a small group of people with its language as a subculture. But it was an exclusive culture, and not all the speakers of Afrikaans then felt at home or participated in promoting this culture. The Afrikaans spoken then, through various genres, was archaic and unnatural. No one spoke in that way. Unfortunately, due to its impact and its reach, it became a measuring stick for the language and its users for years to come. The various variants were also sidelined and were not recognized. 
It took brave literature and grammar figures like the late Adam Small to force the custodians of standard Afrikaans to look and recognize these variants, and in that way recognize the language cultures of groups of people who were excluded before. I've indicated earlier that culture is seen as the way in which we express ourselves. The cultural radio stations should then reflect this culture and help to promote it. In South Africa, the Broadcasting Act makes provision for various languages to have a home where culture can be showcased and promoted. RSU was formed to be the platform for Afrikaans-speaking people in this country. As I indicated earlier, the language used in the very early stages of development of the station was prescriptive and exclusive. And due to lack of alternatives, listeners were exposed to only this form of language use and other forms of cultural expression were denied. I would like to interrogate the title of this presentation even further by questioning my language. This phrase has played a part in the exclusion of many speakers of variants of Afrikaans. In most cases, this exclusion was deliberate. Guests and presenters who did not speak the standard form of the language were not invited. And in other cases, the speakers, the listeners, of the variants felt alienated. They could not identify with the sound of the language. The station realized that we need to move away from, do you speak my language? It must rather be, do you understand my language? The last national census of 2011 indicated that we have 6,8 million Afrikaans-speaking people in this country. That is 13,5% of the total South African population. This consists of people who use Afrikaans as first language and second language. It was also found that 15,2 million adults understand the language. The station also noticed that there are listeners who tune into but do not speak or understand the language at all. And this illustrates the power of radio. The sound of radio can draw listeners in to create to certain programs which need not to be language-based only. Our weekly opera program is a good example of this. And the name of the station is also supporting this notion, Radio Without Borders. Today, RSG sees itself as a station who broadcasts primarily in Afrikaans with all its variants, for those who speak the language, again, in all the variants, and to understand it. The mission is to bridge the gap between the various speakers of Afrikaans who must feel free to express themselves in whatever way possible and within the framework of radio as a medium. The station introduces program matter, which gives the variants a rightful place alongside the standard version of the language. Besides the weekly language program, where the debate about the relationship between standard Afrikaans and its variants continues, other platforms are used to sensitize listeners to a richness within the broader language culture, which were previously ignored, neglected, and even frowned upon. Poetry, prose, drama, and music are all used to bring these variants into the mainstream of language. But one needs to look at cultural expression in the broadest sense of the word. The stories of these communities need to be highlighted, joyful or sad. We need to learn about each other's lives. That is why inserts for magazine programs are reflective of where people from all speakers of Afrikaans are operating or living. The presenter or the program maker will be out in the field interviewing the mother, for example, 
in a kitchen, in a garden, at the office, amongst members of a family. Some listeners can identify with these cultural experiences while others are learning about each other. Guests are comfortable in their own environments, not only physically but also emotionally. This gives them the pride to use their standard Afrikaans or variant with ease. In the last case, the station encouraged guests to speak in their variant form of the language and this will instill confidence and pride and showcase the richness of the language and the overall sound of the station as a true representative of all Afrikaans speakers and even those who only understand the language. The station uses various genres to accomplish this. We realize that in this way, we also contribute to the development of these genres. The single radio, drama, and the serials are good examples. Although there's a very large and extremely valuable archive of single radio plays at the station, we constantly request new works reflecting and showcasing our society today. Our radio drama scriptwriters competition is playing a vital role here. Every year about 100 plays are entered and on average about 10 of these are produced per annum. Workshops are being held annually in two centers, Johannesburg and Cape Town, to assist new writers in this genre. In addition, workshops are also held for actors to expand their repertoire. Acting for radio drama is, in any case, a good foundation to instill concepts like diction, projection, text analysis, and microphone technique. In that way, radio as a medium is contributing to the art of acting. The single dramas and serials focus on the station's strategy to be inclusive regarding the various Afrikaans-speaking communities. The work showcases international translated classical works like those of the Shakespeare's, the Ibsen's, the Brecht's, the Schaffer's, as well as original classics such as those of Oppermann, Van Beek Lowe, and Reza Devet. In order to reflect the wider South African society and to give platform to the various variants of the language, works by the late Adam Swall, Willem Franzmann, and the blind scriptwriter Zane Eckleton can be mentioned. The issues reflected in these works are mostly socio-political, and the target groups vary from senior citizens to teenagers. In the case of the last age group, literature set works are produced and broadcasted, and we even make provision for the little ones. The adventures of two little characters from space invited many responses from the youngest of listeners. As part of the mandate regarding its role as the public broadcasting radio station, RSG also introduced an arts festival on air. Three years ago, RSG became the first radio station in the world to organize such a festival on air. One week is set aside for listeners to enjoy productions and programs which are presented in the form of an arts festival and which they can enjoy in the comfort of their homes. These works range from live performances in front of audiences and recordings in studios. Drama forms a big part of the festival and besides existing scripts, new ones are commissioned for the festival. Highlights of the last of the past three festivals are a cabaret by one of the most distinguished artists in this genre, a one-person show of a translated Kafka work, specially adapted for radio, folk storytelling with music from remote communities, commissioned works by young writers exploring issues which are often brushed or wished away. The emphasis again is on representation of all the variants of the language. The station was awarded 
a Fleur de Cup Theatre Award for this innovative work, the first time it has happened in the history of these theatre awards, as well as an award by Business and Arts South Africa, also recognizing the work the station is doing to promote the arts, and in this case, the radio drama. Another genre where language and culture can be promoted through radio as a medium is the documentary. This genre gives the program maker the opportunity to excel to the highest level of creativity and to use the medium to its fullest. Again, the strategy of the station serves as guide to determine the content of these specialist programs. Some of the highlights are a day in the life of a family who is a child with Down syndrome, the challenges of a mine worker on a shift underground, the life of a street beggar, here the program maker went through the same experiences and hardships of such a marginalized person. The challenges of an 80-year-old flower seller delivering flowers to his customers on a bicycle and telling his story. A project in Madagascar where a South African group of medical experts went to assist rural communities where there are many cases of children with split clefts. The beauty in sound of the real dance a traditional dance form of the Khoisan people. There are also many documentaries where the focus was on political, community and cultural leaders like Albert Latuli, the Uppington Five, the efforts to bring back the remains of a struggle fighter back from Lesotho to his people in Paul. A school principal who involves the wider community to make his school a community centre and a businessman who closes his tavern at nine in the evening during weekdays to change it into a learning center for high school learners in the area to prepare for the exams in a safe and supportive environment. The station also strives to a high level of excellence and has won several awards for these documentaries, such as the Vodacom Journalist of the Year Award and awards from the South African Academy of Arts and Science. But doubtless you also realize that visibility, visibility is important. By do, doing outside broadcasts, the station gets in touch with its listeners, the people whom we are serving. The strategy focuses on regions where the language and all its variants are spoken in order to give these communities the voice to air their views, talk about their dreams, and to be in touch with the station whom they feel very loyal towards. About a third of the audience are exclusively RSG listeners. Great examples are a live concert in the City Hall of Cape Town to celebrate the work of an opera group, the Eon Group, many years ago during the apartheid era, where these artists were forbidden to perform on stages reserved for whites only. A program broadcasted from the Chris Barnett Hospital in Cape Town as part of the campaign for organ donation. A broadcast from Table Mountain and down in the shark tank at the National Aquarium. One of my personal highlights was the broadcast from various venues in a rural town where families opened their homes to serve as venues for a local arts festival there. The families were the hosts of these venues and even introduced the various acts during, uh, during these performances. RSG is also proud to be a partner of various campaigns where communities are empowered to develop themselves. The station has an annual drive to support organ donation as well as donating blood through telethons. During the recent drought, the station acted as a vehicle to support a rural town who were about to run out of clean running water. The campaign was driven through various programs and travelers from all corners of the country went to this town donating bottled water. Soon the town had reserves which could have lasted them for months, but luckily the rains came. We call this campaign 
bottles for Beaufort. In conclusion, one should not just look at the question posed in the title of this lecture, do you speak my language, but rather find an answer to it. The answer should be, yes, I do, but it is a qualified answer. The understanding is that language is representative of a culture, one which can be shared and proudly promoted and consumed. It also puts a responsibility on the radio station, which has the role to be the platform for this language and culture to empower its speakers and all those who feel at home and at ease with the content, the sound, and the emotions it invokes. The station must do its best to give good content which is thought-provoking, entertain in a sound way, and to let listeners feel loyal and at home with the station. Only in this way can a so-called cultural language station be successful in its mandate to serve a community. Now I would like you to listen to a collage of the sound of RSG. Thank you. Vandaag is weer RSG plaaslike muziekdag. Let's get into this war. I call upon all Arabs. Op 3 augustus 1990, onder leiding van die gevreesde dictator Saddam Hussein, val Irak Kuwait binnen. de bewondering vir haar, of jy haat haar waagmoed met de passie. Maar apaties gaan jy nie staan ten oor die moeder van die nasie nie, Nomzamo Nobandla Winifred Mirikizela Mandela, of sommer net Winnie. Suid-Afrika en haar slawe geskiedenis, sociopolitieke realiteite, van die VOC tot die ANC. Een boeie vastgemaak en diep onder in een skip gegooi. En dagtelang en nachtelang gevoel hoe waters hard aan hulle oore slaan. Ons doen dit twice is nice, met hy die mille en eiwe prijs So is kippe bykie nader, hoor wat gebeur Ons praat met bekendes op RSG Wees jy en wat jou naam, ons keir elke dinsdag en donderdag saam Tussen 100 en 104 FM, ons maak het lekker soos vir jy James Dis so lekker Die laaste groot eil waarna ons gaan kyk vandag is die vis eil So klink die vis eil Herleef die oomblikke van die 2010 FIFA wereldbeker op RSG. RSG 
RSG dek graag gebeur op die kunstfront. Ons lig jou in oor theaterproducties. Al my werk en afval, ek probeer hoop en alles in sit. Ons laat jou luister na die woordkunst. Kort aan de kant Jerusalem, daar het gewoon met Jerusalem. Die man wat al dit sal jy sien, vermenigvuldigheid by tien. En focus op die kortkunst. Jy weet moos hoe dit lyk as mens twee foto's negatieve oor mekaar skuif. Dan sit Toeka langs gister en Doer en hier le langs mekaar. Luister na RSG Kuns, Leeskring, Kortom en Versing Klank. RSG, dis die een. Thank you very much. Obviously, anything that one wants to do with a radio station, I suppose also the other electronic medium, is to know your audience very well. You need to do research, and there are various ways of doing research, to be formal, to the other end, informal. Um, formal, obviously, you go out and get the professionals to do your research for you. Then there are the focus groups where the people are, who are consuming the station, or even Sometimes you would like to um, bring to the station, who are still not listeners as yet, to ask them what they would like to hear on the station, what is it that they expect. And of course, also, as I say, the uh, very unscientific uh, ways that listeners call in or they write letters, and then you get a sense of what people are doing, when and where. So that is very important for us to know the time schedules of people themselves. So you look at the various audiences in terms of where they are at what times. So the available audience is very important. But you also learn what is it that they are interested in. And um, there we use a lot of work done by our sales team within the SABC itself. We luckily have um, that facility where they give us a psychographic of the various audiences which we know what they're interested in, what they like. So. Those are factors that we use in order to schedule um, the various programs that we have. And also, especially from the focus groups, you hear what people would like to, to hear. For instance, they would say, RSG is my preferred source of information. So that means what we are, must give them must be content that is going to inform their lives. It must be enriching must be thought-provoking. We can't just play, with all respect to the other stations who are focusing more on music, we can't just play music. There must be discussions, there must be debates, there must be uh, works which can um, let them think. For instance, in the clip you hear, heard the sound of a very specific owl that we never heard of. That is the sound that that particular owl is making. So we're constantly trying to inform people based on their uh, requirements and also if you look at the um, various groups um, we call it the LSM groups that is based on their incomes and and, and, and resources etc etc then you will find that we are from the very lower LSMs to the very high LSMs so it's very very challenging for the station to deal with that um, I always use this as an example um, the educational section of the SABC they're operating is a different department and then would ask us to um, use some of their material on the platform. But they give us just the framework. We must now put a program together 
For instance, the credit card, how to use or what to do with your credit card. Then they would like us to inform people this is a credit card and this is what you do, etc., etc. Then I would go to them and say, but you can't inform the RSG audience how to use a credit card. Maybe one of them even invented the card. So obviously we need to look at what the audience of origin is all about and take it from there with this as a topic and the material that you must do your. So I'm not sure if I... I mean, I can talk about that question for days. It is a very complex one, uh, but we need to be very careful in terms of the needs of our audiences, but also, as I illustrated, the mandate that we have to cover. <laughs>